baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now a warm 43 degrees. As a new, York, uh, new work week begins, U.S. forces are still struggling to gather the debris of a suspected Chinese spy balloon shot down Saturday near South Carolina's coastline. Fox's Charles Watson has the story from Myrtle Beach. Not something you see every day in an area best known for its tourist attractions, and folks who live in vacation here were understandably stunned by what they were seeing. You never expect it to come to your backyard, and so, of course, when it does... You kind of follow it and watch what's going on, and it's been something that's drawn the attention of all the people in the community. You know, everywhere you go, people are talking about it. Officials say they wanted to make sure the suspected spy balloon made it out to sea before shooting it down in order to avoid any serious injuries. The U.S. Senate will be briefed about the balloon incident February 15th. Gasoline prices have risen again over the past couple of weeks. Oil industry analyst Trilby Lundberg tells us. Gasoline prices moved up another 12 cents in the past two weeks. The new price for a regular grade is three fifty-eight per gallon. And over seven weeks, it's a total of 31 cents. Lundberg says the Honolulu area is paying the highest local average price at $4.87 a gallon. While the Houston area is paying the least at $3. Wichita police say the shooting of a teen Sunday afternoon was the result of a robbery. Officers responded to the report of a shooting in the 1400 block of South Seneca. They found a 16-year-old boy with several gunshot wounds to his upper body. The boy was hospitalized with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. He underwent surgery and police say he is in stable condition. The investigation revealed that the shooting occurred during the commission of a robbery. Anyone with information about this case is asked to call police or Crime Stoppers at 267-2111. A Kansas City, Kansas police officer shot and killed an armed man after the man fled from the scene of an opioid overdose on a bicycle. The department said in a news release that officers spotted the man pedaling away Friday night from a home where they found a man and woman unresponsive. While emergency crews used a rescue drug to revive the two overdose victims, officers broadcast the fleeing man's description. Another officer found the man a half mile from the home and tried to make contact with him. Police said that during that interaction, the officer fired at the man, killing him. His name wasn't immediately released. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Deaths have been reported after an earthquake hit Turkey early today. 
The 7.8 magnitude quake hitting southeast Turkey early Monday felt in several provinces and elsewhere in the Middle East. That quake knocking down several buildings and was centered about 20 miles from the provincial capital of Gaziantep. The U.S. Geological Survey saying the quake's epicenter was about 11 miles deep. A strong 6.7 aftershock rumbled about 10 minutes later. The earthquake was also felt in Lebanon and Syria, with Syrian state media saying some buildings collapsed in the northern city of Aleppo and the central city of Hama. The quake also jolting residents in Lebanon from beds, shaking buildings for about 40 seconds. Paul Stevens, Fox News. And that quake has taken more than 600 lives. KNSS News time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Good morning, Stephen Ted, the morning KNSS now. 609, nine minutes past six o'clock and 43 degrees. The Wichita Police Department has released the results from Second Chance Thursday. The department says more than 270 people took part in the day-long event. Authorities were able to clear 105 warrants and helped 11 out of 90 people get a restricted driver's license. Researchers may have come up with a way to fight America's biggest addiction crisis. Fox's Casey Stiegel has more. Dr. Colin Hale and his team at the University of Houston have been working on a solution to the nation's fentanyl crisis and believe they've found an answer. It's similar to the hepatitis B vaccine. The vaccine stimulates the body to make antibodies against fentanyl. Carlos, you want to take a picture of this? Scientists say those antibodies can block the euphoric high a person feels from taking the drug. The antibodies bind to fentanyl, prevent it from getting in the brain, and then it is exited from the body. The individual then can get back on the wagon to sobriety. Work started nearly six years ago using proteins from two other inoculations already on the market. The research team is seeking FDA approval of the treatment within two years. Pope Francis, the head of the Anglican Communion, and the top Presbyterian minister are speaking on LGBTQ rights. They denounced the criminalization of homosexuality and said gay people should be welcomed by their churches. The three Christian leaders spoke Sunday during a joint news conference returning home from South Sudan. There was no winner in Saturday night's Powerball drawing, which means the jackpot keeps growing. The winning numbers from Saturday night's drawing were 2, 8, 15, 19, 58, and a Powerball of 10. The jackpot from Monday night jumps to $747 million. That's a cash value of $403.1 million. Monday night's jackpot will be the ninth largest in U.S. lottery history and the latest in a string of huge lottery prizes. The last winner of the Powerball jackpot was back on November 19th. Someone in Maine won a $1.35 billion Mega Millions prize less than three weeks ago. And a California player won a record $2.04 billion Powerball jackpot last November. Ted Lindner, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 6-11, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. So far this morning in traffic, things are looking pretty good out there. The traffic conditions are actually pretty good. Uh, something to wonder about the gasoline prices, if you're wondering, well... I've started to see them inch downward out there. In fact, the average price out there, I'm still seeing some places as high as $3.19 a gallon, but that average out there closer to $3.09 a gallon. So $3.09 a gallon this morning as far as gasoline prices are concerned. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 
I'm Jed Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a cool and dry start to the work week here in Wichita. A few clouds early on, then partly sunny, breezy this afternoon. Our high 64. That's running almost 20 degrees above average for this time in early February. The cold front then slides through after midnight, Tello 34. A few scattered showers tomorrow with a high 48. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now clear sky, we have a gusty south wind gusting up to 33 miles per hour and 47 degrees. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. A little bit of a contrast from the overnight uh, temperatures we've been seeing this time of day in the teens. This morning, 47. Yeah, how about that? A pretty good breeze going out there, too. Uh, 6-12 now, Stephen Ted. Didn't even notice the breeze. Didn't? Okay. Says here it's gusting up to around 30 miles an hour. So. <laughs> Maybe when it's warmer, I don't notice. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's probably true. Probably true. Well, we had sunshine, a very nice winter day across central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature was 62 degrees. Normal high for the date, 46. So that was uh, yesterday. Today is, uh, I've got this down as uh, Tuesday, but it's Monday, February 6th, 2023. On this date in uh, 1911, Ronald Wilson Reagan, the 40th president of the United States, was born in Tampico, Illinois. Ronald Reagan, the 40th president. How about that? Um, it's, uh, you know, we're going to talk about, I want to talk about uh, uh, avocados for a little bit. They go into the making, of course, guacamole, which is big and a big dip. Popular here, popular here at the, uh, it was always popular, but we've got uh, Dips and chips are going to be popular this weekend when we have the Super Bowl. You know, it's a long and sometimes dangerous journey for truckers transporting those avocados destined for guacamole on tables and tailgates in the United States during the Super Bowl. It starts in villages like Santa Ana Zarosto, high in the misty pine-clad mountains, the western Mexico state of Michoacan. The roads are plagued by drug cartels, common criminals, and extortion and kidnap gangs. Just like in the Treasure of Sierra Madre. So, state police provide escorts for the trucks. Uh, they have to face a 40-mile trip to packing and shipping plants in the city of Europan. Drivers are often robbed of their avocados and their trucks. Yep, lovely Mexico. <laughs> it's like a wild, wild west down there. Avocados. Hmm. Rio de Janeiro's brutal summer. It's summer in Rio, of course. The summer heat has reached 122 degrees Oh, oh! on some recent days, sending locals to cool off at the beach. And there were not many options for residents of the city zoo, however, until a team of experts recently started offering them exotic frozen treats. Minced meat, chicken and bovine blood are some of the flavors being fed to the carnivorous habitats, such as the 14-year-old lion Simba and the 3-year-old black jaguar Potty. The ice brings cooling relief to the animals which take their time. Eating it and the feeding ritual is a novel sight for tourists and visitors to the zoo. Well, Got to keep cool in Rio. It's, it's a lot uh, it's summertime down there. Let's see here. Oh, here's one for you. Customs agents say they discovered a dolphin skull in luggage left at the Detroit Metropolitan Airport. The U.S. Customs and Border Protection announced Friday that Agents found the skull last week when they conducted a routine x-ray scan of the luggage, which had been inadvertently separated from owners during transit. Ew. Scans revealed the skull of a young dolphin in one of the bags. And according to the 
CBP, importing or exporting marine mammals is prohibited. Skull was turned over to the U.S. Fish and Not Wildlife a mammal anymore. Service investigators. It is a, it is a just a part bone. part of a mammal that has died. Yeah. Okay. Well, that may be the most re- uh, romantic. May not be the most romantic restaurant. Those who decide to drop to one knee while dining at Cracker Barrel this Valentine's Day could win themselves and their soon-to-be spouse free food for a year. The announcement mm. was made last week. The restaurant chain, best known for its home-style cooking, shared that it is offering five couples the chance to win free Cracker Barrel for a year. Now, not as simple as just going in and doing it. you got to go online and play by some rules, and then mm-hmm. there's an imagine a, quite an element of chance there. And I can just give it away to the first people to do it. But anyway, you can check it out. Easily check it out at, at our webpage, knssradio.com. I have a little more information there for you. I'll tell you this right now, Steve. You're not going to do it. <laughs> when I propose, if I ever propose to someone, it's not going to be in a restaurant. Or at least there's not, not going to be a bunch of people and food around. But at least not a Cracker Barrel. Yeah, I think those things are better. To me, uh, my feeling was... Uh, it was better for me to propose in in, in, in private. I just, uh, you know, what if she says no? There's, really there's always that possibility. <laughs> All right, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS 617 now here on this uh, Monday morning. Uh, time for leadoff sports now with Ted Woodward. Ted? We had the men's basketball action yesterday for the Shockers on the road visiting last place Tulsa. And once again, on a Sunday, the Shocks were up and at them and ready to go. It was all Shockers yesterday. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. That's it. Drives down the lane all the way under and gets it away. Missed it. Rebound Poor Bear. Hands off to Porter. Ahead to Walton in the front corner. Nice. Back pass to Pierre with the left-handed layup. Oh, beautiful pass up the floor by Porter to Walton. And then even a better pass by Walton. A bounce pass right on the money to Pierre going in for the layup. And it was that way all game long. The Shocks were up 45-26 by halftime. They won it 86-75. No problem at all beating last place Tulsa on the road yesterday. The Shocks have won three straight road games. Jerron Pierre Jr. led the way with 19 points in that one. And you heard one of his buckets right there. Another a big game for James Rojas. He had 17 points. And James Rojas spoke after the game with the Shocker radio crew. I mean, uh, we started playing inside and out. And, I mean, our guys are getting a lot better shots than we were early in the season. And I think that they're making a lot more shots at a better percentage because, I mean, we're playing inside out, and they're coming to double-team me and Kenny because we can make plays, and they're just getting wide-open shots. So, I mean, I I think we're going to be really good. We keep playing like this. The Shockers sweep Tulsa on the season. Wichita State now with a record of 12-11. and Wichita State shot 52% from the field yesterday, and they've beaten Tulsa now 19 of their last 22 meetings. Here's Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. Our guys executed. We really ran offense. We came out. Um, we, we got the ball inside. We made some wide-open threes. Uh, we defended in the half court. We really guarded the three-point line to start the game. And, um, you know, overall, I thought we played well just the last three minutes of the game. There you go. Nice win for the Shocks yesterday. And on Monday nights, we talk hoops with the Shocker coaches. WSU Basketball Coaches Show's night. Start out with men's coach Isaac Brown at 6 o'clock, women's coach Keitha Adams at 7 o'clock. Listen to those shows on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. 
Big one tonight in Lawrence. It's ESPN Big Monday, in fact. Ninth-ranked Texas visiting eighth-ranked Kansas. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight. You can listen live on KFH. Texas leads the Big 12 Conference. KU is a couple games back in third place. But you keep in mind, the last 10 years, KU wins 86% of the time after they lose a game. They did lose on the weekend. But here's, right. here's the big number, Steve. ESPN Big Monday. KU under head coach Bill Self. They've played 35 home games on ESPN Big Monday with Coach Self. How many of those have they won? Quite a few. <laughs> I don't know. All 35. Really? 35 and 0 wow. at home under Coach Self on ESPN Big Monday. FanDuel has the Jayhawks as a three and a half point favorite. It's exposed in the. They all, FanDuel also expects this to be the highest scoring game in college basketball tonight. Longhorns and the Jayhawks. That'll be at 8 o'clock tonight over on KFH. Hockey action, the Wichita Thunder in second place. The Thunder winning on home ice yesterday afternoon downtown at Intrust Bank Arena easily over the Rapid City Rush 6-3. As the Thunder has won five straight games on home ice. They had a 4-0 lead after the first period, so that was an easy one for the Thunder yesterday. 4,800 fans on hand. Five wins in a row on home ice for the Wichita Thunder. Pro basketball in the NBA yesterday. The Toronto Raptors win on the road in Memphis. Beat the Grizzlies 106-103, to starting at guard for the Raptors. Former Wichita State shocker Fred Van Vliet. 15 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds. Back-to-back wins for the Raptors. They're a half game behind for a playoff spot. One of those 7 assists yesterday for Fred was his 2,000th assist in the NBA. Wow. In his seven years in the league, he's piled up 2,000 assists as the Raptors get the road win there. All right. We're six days out from the Super Bowl in Phoenix. Not far away from the stadium in Glendale, it's downtown Phoenix that's hosting Super Bowl week and game day experiences with business owners like Jeff Carlberg of Il Bosco Pizza, expecting hundreds of thousands of football fans and their wallets. Super Bowl's the king of everything. We already have a lot of reservations, but we've already stopped them. So we want walk-in crowds. We want people to feel as if they can they can get a table. All amid tight security for fans and with the lowest price for the big game. Right now around $5,000 per seat, according to ticket brokers. The highest price in the thirty dollars to $40,000 range. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Of course, the Super Bowl this year, the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. You can hear that game live Sunday right here on KNSS, along with the Chiefs pregame and postgame coverage on the Chiefs radio network. And so that's over six days out from that. So we're ramping up this week. Hey, coming up Friday night, downtown Wichita, Keeler and Company, an evening of stand-up, storytelling, audience song, and poetry starring Garrison Keeler. He's got some friends with him, a singer, a guitarist, a pianist. That's going to be at the Orpheum Theater Friday night, 8 o'clock downtown. I have another pair of tickets to give away to one of our lucky listeners. If you want to go see Keeler and Company this Friday night at the Orpheum, call me now, 869-1330. 6.23 now with Steve at 10 in the morning. Keep it up for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Combating loneliness. That's on the way. Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Utah's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 6.30 on this Monday morning in a 47 degrees. The president is set to deliver his second State of the Union address tomorrow. President Biden may highlight the passage of things he asked for in his last State of the Union, the Chips and Science Act, and a version of Build Back Better known as the Inflation Reduction Act. 
White House economic advisor Jared Bernstein told Fox News Sunday. The gas price, which is such an important price in our economy, down $1.50 from its peak in June of last year. And that means real breathing room. But many might expect he begins on a foreign policy note after the U.S. military shot down a Chinese spy balloon that traversed the U.S. this past week. Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton told Fox News Sunday. Let a spy balloon complete its spy mission before we shot it down, I'm afraid, is an embarrassment to the United States. In Washington, D.C., Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A man from Andover sentenced for a fatal crash. 38-year-old Garrett Myers pleaded guilty in December to involuntary manslaughter, driving while intoxicated, and aggravated battery while under the influence. The accident happened at 13th and Hillside on Thanksgiving Day in 2021. Police say a large pickup truck driven by Myers at a high rate of speed rear-ended a small SUV at the stoplight. 65-year-old Leroy Grimm Jr. died when his SUV rolled over after the impact. A 67-year-old woman was a passenger. She suffered critical injuries. Myers was sentenced to more than 16 years in prison. Free market economist Michael Austin tells KNSS News the bulk of the cost of the Kansas flat tax proposal is the low-income portion. It's a flat tax, yes, of 5%, but it also exempts your thir- your first $30,000 of your income from state taxation, which means if you're a family of four and, and, and the two adults both make minimum wage jobs, guess what? You don't have to pay any state income taxes. And so that's where the bulk of the of the cost comes from. So, you know, I think we need to make a, a definitely a messaging pushback here. This is not, you know, wealthy folks. This is making sure that every Kansan uh, gets a tax cut. Michael Austin was a guest on the John Whitmer Show Sunday night on KNSS. With cash surpluses and revenue collections at all-time highs, tax cuts are expected to be a top priority for Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt and the Oklahoma legislature when it begins its session for the year. The second-term governor will present his executive budget to lawmakers and deliver his fifth State of the State address at noon today. The governor last year urging the Oklahoma House and Senate to send him bills to eliminate the state sales tax on groceries and reduce the individual and corporate income tax rates. Those proposals are expected to once again be considered this year. A new report from the International Federation of the Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies says nations are dangerously unprepared for the next pandemic. Fox's Rich Edson has more. Countries like the United States are planning to end their official COVID health emergencies as vaccines and natural immunity have brought down death rates significantly. COVID made us live through a pandemic and you would think that would double down on our support for public health and science. Quite the reverse. Experts are urging countries to boost their health spending, increase hospital surge capacity, update their response plans and laws, and coordinate with other nations to prepare for the next pandemic. COVID-19 hit a century after the 1918 pandemic, though as the human population grows, interacts more with wildlife, and travels easily around the world, the risk of another pandemic increases. This report was released on the third anniversary of the World Health Organization, declaring the uh, coronavirus outbreak to be a public health emergency. Now let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We can expect another cool, dry day here in Wichita with temperatures warming on up this afternoon. We may get to 64 as southwest winds increase up to 30 miles per hour. The cold front arrives after midnight, our low 34. Then chances of scattered showers may increase during the afternoon tomorrow with a high 48. 
I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now clear sky, south wind gusting to 33 miles per hour and 47 degrees. 6.35, Steve at 10 of the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Today is Monday, February 6, 2023. And on this date in 1998, President Bill Clinton signed a bill changing the name of Washington National Airport to Ronald Reagan Washington National Airport. He did that on President Reagan's birthday. Nice birthday gift, huh? How about that? I guess I forgot that happened during the Clinton watch. He's uh, coming up here an hour from now, Mondays with the mayor. We should our Mayor Brandon Whipple will be with us this morning. This morning is always on a Monday, so stay tuned for that. What else we got going on? Honda and the U.S. government are urging owners of about 8,200 older vehicles not to drive them until the dangerous airbag uh, inflators are replaced. The National Highway Safety Safety Administration, Traffic Safety Administration, Friday issued a do not drive advisory for the 2001 through 2003 vehicles with Takata inflators that have a highly possible high possibility of exploding in a crash. And yet these cars have been on the road for 20 years. Yeah, and they haven't well, maybe they haven't had a crash. <laughs> Safety agency says the risk to drivers and passengers is dire because the so-called alpha inflators have a 50% chance of exploding in a crash. They can shoot shrapnel toward a driver's face, and that could kill them or cause serious injuries. Agency says the Honda and Acura vehicles were recalled previously, but records show that repairs have not been made. Honda already has replaced 99% of the dangerous inflators. So they've they've made a a lot of headway on it, but apparently there's some vehicles out there that still need some attention. That's dangerous. woo uh, we have, have you ever had an airbag inflate on you, Ted? Yeah. I have, too. Sure, well, Shelly did, I guess. We had a, a collision several years ago. It was one of those side deals inflated. Okay. Kind of a weird situation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're never quite prepared for that. Wow, just all of a sudden, dang. Well, the price of eggs has finally started to drop a little bit. The wholesale price of one dozen eggs has dropped between 15 cents and 35 cents on average across the U.S. This is according to the USDA. Egg prices are expected to remain to remain high, however, due to the cost of feed and transportation, as well as a continued impact of avian bird flu. The price of eggs. 6.38 now, Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And in just a second or so, a few minutes, or a minute or so, we're going to talk with the, our good friend Tom Leffler at Leffler Commodities. Okay. 6.38, Stephen did. Uh, yeah, yeah, did a ball game last night or was that on the road? Shocks were on the road. On the road last night. Beating Tulsa at Tulsa? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Shocks dom- continue to dominate this series with their longtime rival. Well, how about that? That's nice. You had a little bad luck for the last couple of games. All right. Let's uh, check in now with uh, Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities uh, here on KNSS. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. It appears that the cash cattle trade last week was off to another slow start, especially in our southern plains, as we've seen virtually no reports from the USDA. The cattle complex Friday traded mixed and closed on the positive side. Some of the live cattle and feeder cattle contracts once again scored new contract highs. Lean hog futures had two-sided trading Friday and also closed positive. We saw on the close April live cattle 30 cents higher at 164.12, March feeders up 17 cents at 186.10, and April lean hogs 47 cents higher at 86.47. Now only the corn and soybean mill closed positive Friday after seeing the markets have two-sided trading throughout the session. 
March soybean meal traded above $500 on Friday. Wednesday is our monthly USDA supply and demand report. And last week, the March Kansas City wheat gained $0.04. March corn lost $0.06. And March soybeans gained $0.22 for the week. At the moment, March Kansas City wheat's five and a quarter cents higher at eight seventy-eight and a quarter. March corn's down a penny and a half at six seventy-six, with March soybeans trading six cents lower at fifteen dollars twenty-six cents. March crude oil is fifty-seven cents higher at seventy-three ninety-six. The June gold market is nine dollars seventy cents higher at nineteen hundred and three dollars. March S&P 27 points lower at 4,120 and three quarters. March dollar index 36 cents higher at 103.11. And March Dow Jones futures 171 points lower at 33,791. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tom, is the ag census due today? I don't know when their deadline is on that, to be honest. Uh, Fox is reporting us today. I, it, how many how many people do we have on on the farm nowadays here in Kansas? Do you know? I couldn't tell you the number. Uh-uh. It is not growing. I can tell you that no, yeah. it declines. And I think you know on a round number when you look at total number of farmers in the United States, they account for less than one percent of the total population. And that uh, this the country though started out uh, almost everybody was a farmer in the early days, right? Exactly. And it just shows you how much uh, agriculture's progressed where it doesn't take as many nope. to produce enough food to feed not only our country, but a lot of the rest of the world. Absolutely. It's, it's a very, very productive down on the farm, aren't they? Very much so. All right. Well, you have a good weekend, but it's awful nice out, wasn't it, this weekend? It's beautiful out. Matter of fact, it's even nice out this morning, too. Is it? I haven't been outside. Well, I was out a couple hours ago, but uh, Ted said he, he didn't notice the wind blowing. Is it blowing over there in Augusta right now? I I was out here an hour or so ago, and yeah. it was really calm. But you know what? Uh, and it's hard to tell if the wind's blowing in Kansas. We're so accustomed to it, you know. That's, a, that's exactly even, right. We don't notice 10 or 15 miles an we hour. We don't even notice it if it's 10 or 15 miles an hour. Other people think it's a hurricane, not us. No, okay. <laughs> All right, sir, thank you. We'll check with you tomorrow morning. It says 642 now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. A very big retirement decision. Oh, ooh. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS. 6.46 here on a Monday morning. Three big things. Basketball, Wichita State 86, Tulsa 75. 16-year-old boy shot during a street robbery in South Wichita. Non-life-threatening injuries. One. U.S. military gathering debris after shooting down suspected Chinese spy balloon. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic this morning here in the Wichita area. We do have that stalled-out vehicle ramp from uh, eastbound Kellogg to southbound I-235. Watch for a slowdown there. Traffic on KNSS is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown in Market and Waterman, and online at carlstire.com, your home for complete car care. Partly cloudy today with a high of 62 degrees. That was Sunday's high, 62 Mostly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 34. Tuesday, partly sunny and cooler. Tomorrow's high, 47 degrees. Down into the 40s tomorrow. 
Now a clear sky, 47 degrees, and we have a south wind gusting to 33 miles per hour. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch, several times voted one of the best bourbon bars in America. Open at 11 a.m. for lunch, Monday through Sunday. The Monarch, 579 West Douglas in Delano. On Wall Street Friday, a negative reaction to a hot jobs report. Stocks ending lower as investors digested more earnings reports and robust jobs data for January, which drove interest rate hike worries. Tech stocks were among the laggards following a slew of disappointing earnings reports from Apple, Amazon, and Alphabet. However, Apple stock gained. Amazon stock tumbled following the e-commerce giant reporting its worst annual loss on record. And Nordstrom stock surged after the Wall Street Journal reported that activist investor Ryan Cohen is building a sizable stake in the luxury department store chain. The Dow win. Apple, American Express, and J.P. Morgan Chase, the Dow Decliners, Home Depot, Honeywell, and Microsoft. The Dow falling 128 points, the Nasdaq down 194, S&P 500 down 43. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Tesla has raised prices on its Model Y in the U.S., apparently due to rising demand and changes in the U.S. government rules that make more versions of the small SUV eligible for tax credits. The electric vehicle company bumped up the price of the Model Y long-range version by about 2% to just under $55,000. Oh, and is that per- all? Yeah, the performance version by about 2.7% to just under $58,000. Tesla. 6.49 now, Stephen Ted. A very big retirement decision. Don Grant. CFP, the Money Tracker, with us this morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning. If you're within a decade or so of retirement, you may be thinking about where you will live when you no longer need to live close to your work. Well, retirement location will probably be the biggest retirement decision that you make. If you're staying stateside, keep in mind that 12 states, Colorado, Connecticut, Kansas, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, Rhode Island, Utah, Vermont, and West Virginia will tax your Social Security benefits. The way they tax it varies widely. Income tax can be a deal maker or breaker based upon the sources of your retirement income. If you select an overseas domicile, many countries encourage expats to retire there through tax incentives. For example, the most moderate climate in Western Europe is Portugal, They encourage living there by offering tax exemptions for any foreign-sourced income and private sector pensions. And as with in Spain, Ireland, and many Caribbean nations, there is no wealth tax. Italy encourages foreigners to come and buy a home. They have programs that they almost give away real estate to those who are willing to have the means to improve and update those properties, then occupy the home. Location is not the only big determinant of retirement spending, but the type of living arrangement you have affects your monthly cash flow as well. If you live in Europe, you will probably rent your living space. Rents can go up, but don't forget about utilities, insurance, and improvements. If you own your residence, either here or abroad, you have the aforementioned expenses as well as property taxes, maintenance, repairs, and in many cases, homeowners association fees. About half of retirees, 65 to 79, have a mortgage. About a quarter of those 80 and older don't own their homes outright. No matter where you live, 
there are always ways to lower your housing expenses. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call. Number's 267-0600. Just ask for me, Don Grant. All right. Thank you, Don. 651 now. Steve, it's the morning here on KNSS. And uh, if you've ever thought about retirement, Ted, have you thought about moving out when you retire, going to Florida or somewhere? I'm not going to go to Florida. There are too many, too many people don't in Florida. Think so. I'm not going to go to a foreign country, although... I probably could get a room at uh, with my sister-in-law over in Greece, but from what I hear, she uh, spends a lot of time uh, picking olives, and uh, that's about it. There's not a lot to do on the island. Where she <laughs> well, you're retired. What do you care? I don't know. It'd be boring. You'd be it, bored? Yeah. You don't want to be bored, right? Okay. Uh, that's, I suppose you're right. Uh, Wagon Master's coming up. To, what's it called? This, the Patty Party? Yeah, the Wagon Master's. Uh, this is new, isn't it, Ted, for this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be at Nafsker Park downtown from noon to 5 on March 11th. I guess it's, uh, you know, we used to have the parade. I don't know if we still have the parade. I don't think we do. But uh, this is going to be, they're going to have a party. Going to have beer and libations and uh, burgers and brats and dogs. Uh, ceremonial bagpipes. They're going to have a party down there. Noon to 5 on the 11th, I would presume. Wouldn't you that that's a weekend? Maybe a, yeah. Well, it's a Saturday. It is, yeah. Second Saturday in March. So that would be something to go to. Especially if the weather stays nice. <laughs> if it's not a you never know. <laughs> yeah, this time of year, March eleventh could be seventy-eight degrees. Mm-hmm. Could be snowing. Yeah, it could be a hurricane or a you know, a tornado. Today is National Frozen Yogurt Day, recognizing a sweet frozen dessert that has gone from fad status to staple freezer item in a few decades. H.P. Hood mm-hmm. dessert developed the first frozen yogurt in nineteen seventy in the United States. It was created as a soft-serve treat called Frogurt. Frozen yogurt. Mm-hmm. Frogurt. This is a big deal when it first came out in the 80s. Yeah, I don't know that I ever buy any now. Is there something on your list? Nope. Oh. Okay, me neither. Anything exciting over the weekend, Ted, in the world of Ted Woodward? Hmm. Oh, I didn't do much. I don't think so. I yeah. I sang at a funeral. I sang at mass. Oh, did so you? I was at, you were maybe I had a holy weekend. We had a holy weekend. That's good. I mean, uh, listen, listen to the Shockers yesterday well, on the radio. I think those were my highlights. My wife and I didn't get out much. In fact, I don't think she she went anywhere. Well, yes, she did. Last evening we were, we went out and uh, we had dinner at Savoots last night. The two of us. Oh, so, well, there you, you know. go. And so there, yeah, we, that was that was nice. But other than that, a Friday night, of course, Friday we had a. A basketball game we went to. Uh, Carroll playing Northwest. In, uh, wow, West Side rivalry. Yeah. It was a pretty good game for a while there, and then Carroll started pulling them away. Uh, we didn't stay for the last quarter. It was too late. <laughs> but anyway, great weekend. For, uh, the weather was good. That's no, yeah, that's weather no joke. It was, was good. Pretty pretty beautiful weekend, so got nice and temperate weather. All right. All right, 6.54 now. Stephen Ted, uh, come up here. Stay with Stephen Ted. 7 o'clock hour this morning. They're gathering debris after shooting down that Chinese balloon off the coast of South Carolina. And uh, check, uh, we're checking in on gasoline prices. They've risen again over the past oh, great. two weeks, rather dramatically. That's on the way with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. It's